Hey everyone, welcome to the Crypto Risk Officer. Thank you for listening. And this part we are talking about our FTX saga, part four of the controls. So one of the key uh, identification of the weakness of the controls, which has been issued by the reports from FTX management that they found out uh, was the security and cyber awareness of FTX. Having known that cybersecurity controls is one of the critical risks for a crypto exchange, thereby once the chapter 11 was being you know, announced, uh, I, I think uh, within a, a few days, this the platform got hacked. So at the moment, I don't think anyone knows who's the hacker, but it, there's a strong sense of it, it may be an inside job because of the, the lack of security and lack of weaknesses. So if, if you look at this, um, crypto asset management and security is a key component of the crypto exchange that basically the business holds and safeguard crypto, uh, crypto assets uh, to prevent from losses, inappropriate misuse, and unauthorized third party. So crypto exchange faces a lot of security challenges uh, in this aspect for adequate time, resources, expertise to fully be able to have responsibility for, for this whole wipe of security. So for, for crypto exchange, we all know that crypto exchange, they will need some amount of hot, hot wallets. So that is to help them to facilitate funding. Uh, and also majority of the funding should be designated in the cold storage. So within that, the public keys the, the, and private keys access rights will need to be authorized by different parts of the teams of the, the people. But we know that for FTX, it's such a small knitted uh, kind of group. So, so the security and uh, authorization may be very limited. Uh, and, and maybe one person have too much uh, access. So, so there's a vulnerabilities of attacks. So having uh, dedicated roles, as I mentioned that the key person risk, the security is fundamentally is needed to, to protect. So as the report, it shows that they were using AWS as cloud computing. So, so within their comfort, configuration and control of AWS. We also need to find out that there was lack of security controls to protect the assets, uh, crypto assets. So, so there's a, a lot full of holes of hacking or potential due to one uh, limited resource, uh, access of the different kind of roles that people can have. And, and bandwidth of how to continue protect and make sure there's there's enough security people to to defend it. Uh, sometimes they call it blue teams, so they will prevent uh, do deep dive penetration testings and making sure, uh, yeah, they they can guard with those. So a lot of firms 
uh, of crypto exchange, they normally outsource uh, for third party. But if the team is big enough, they can do the internal penetration testing as well. So let me stop here for a bit. Uh, I'll let uh, Cliff jump in on this as well. Okay. Um, well, we thanks for sharing for this. Um, actually, uh, uh, a few days ago, uh, some of the other, uh, when, when I met for some uh, uh, crypto circle uh, uh, senior management, actually, uh, he asked me what the key risk in in this kind of crypto exchange that uh we we should be aware of and actually i echo to what robbie has just said about the um, crypto wallets the the storage the uh how to manage the private key because uh it is uh very important that if you concentrate on the safekeeping of the private key of a few persons, then uh, most of the uh, firms, crypto assets, or e including the clients asset will be uh, stolen easily. And as Warby mentioned that maybe the hacker was something within the uh, insiders, within the FTX, because of the lack of controls, then actually, the insiders have the uh, temptation to steal the assets from the firms, from their clients' assets. So I think one of the general rules that apply to traditional finance for, for securities firm or asset management is that uh, there is always a segregation of clients money, clients' assets, uh, compared with the firm's own money and firm's uh, assets. And, and that will be very important that uh, you you may place those client assets or, or money in a segregated account within a custodian bank for, for the securities world. But of course, uh, for the crypto world, you can uh, utilize the same uh, third-party custodian for safeguarding the client's assets as well, or internally maybe you you have some other uh, uh, controls over those uh, client's assets uh, yourself. But but it, it may be not not the uh, trend now because usually nowadays. Uh, the custodian for, for, for securities or, or, or for crypto, maybe more uh, uh, to the, uh, to the uh, know, know the know-how for, for the technology for safekeeping the uh, custody assets and, and may have the best practice. So some of the times, maybe nowadays the crypto exchange may, uh, outsource this part to, to the specialist for, for the asset custody. That, that's my uh, opinion. Yeah. Robbie. Yes, uh, I pass the ball back to you. Okay, sure. Um, 
I guess uh, within the segregation duties, that that's very important. I guess what one of the point in terms of security is um, the cloud infrastructure security, whereby in FTX it's clearly demonstrated that the, the cloud service network, uh, the user endpoint uh, of desktop, laptop, these control, controls were critical for the FTX group. However, uh, the live uh, storage of these, uh, you know, uh, security infrastructure. It, it 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 was fundamentally say that the the business was exposed to number of um, securities alerts for 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 in terms of uh, account. Yeah. So. Uh, Cliff, can I uh, pass it over to you on this? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, the segregation of duty is, uh, of course, uh, very important. And also, I think uh, even even the hot waters or, or cold waters or safeguarding the client assets or crypto assets, uh, there, there may be sometimes uh, still uh, vulnerable to hackers' ways. So, uh, usually, uh, I take the some recent local Hong Kong regulations from the Securities and Futures and Commission because they recently in uh, uh, end of May this year issue a new regulations and there are some expectations on the uh, hot waters and cold waters for the client assets that is uh, actually will be they expect 98% of the uh, client assets are, are safe kept in the cold water and only up to at most 2% of the client assets at the hot water. So it was a actually a quite uh higher quite high bar for the uh, virtual asset trading platform uh, uh players. And actually in addition to this actually they will also expect some uh insurance coverage for these two buckets of assets. And for the 2% hot water assets, they actually will expect 100% uh, coverage of the assets value of that hot wallet. And for those 98% of the cold wallet, they will expect uh, at least 50% of the coverage of the market value of the uh, cold wallets. So that basically will cost a lot of uh, cost on the insurance premiums for these uh, virtual asset trading platform, what, what we call at the VTP uh, in Hong Kong. And so, uh, but, but actually it is quite good to have this kind of hard bar because recently we saw in recent news in Hong Kong a few weeks ago, there was a uh, unlicensed 
uh, trading platform called JPAS, JPS, but but nothing to do with Japan actually, but but they use the Japan something exchange something like that, so JPAS, and actually uh, that platform claims to be a licensed one, but actually it was not licensed anywhere at all, so there are uh, many investors uh, cheated to invest in some products by this platform. That is, uh, I think, uh, over uh, as of now, we know there will be 15, uh, no, not 15, there, yeah, 1.5 1. Uh, billion Hong Kong dollars. Yeah, that, that uh, for, for the victims. So I think this kind of hardball in the regulators for, for the safeguarding client assets, and also the insurance expectation is very important as well. So that that's my view. Yeah. Bobby, do you have any you. comments? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, uh, segregation of juices, uh, safeguarding access. So, so the root cause is safeguard access. So the key controls for the failure of, of FTX, there, there was one particular controls that I, I want to highlight it, just to emphasize. Uh, safeguarding access, that's, that's definite is important, but one of the key controls they mentioned uh, is the cloud and the infrastructure security, whereby uh, most of the computing power is used uh, AWS. So the AWS security logging into that, uh, it was exposed to, highly due to the basic settings and and also the the logging of you know root cause of logging into the systems uh the the kind of how they secure the api and, and the security network and, and password uh within the system infrastructure was very very weak uh in terms of uh, for basic uh hygiene and uh cyber security uh kind of controls so another uh, item that I want to highlight is the application of code security. So so these are all the code uh, being, being built uh, behind the, the platform. These are vulnerable to uh, sensitive data, if there's API keys, uh, customer data, and, and all the kind of relevant wallets as well. So there should be appropriate controls. It's back to control, uh, having encrypted controls of, of these uh, items. And obviously it's very highly sensitive of, of password, API keys as such. So so within the whole sense of control and secrets of these keys, it, it, FTX was highly exposed to, to these. Uh, even they they were using uh, Amazon AWS, but the alert system was very basic that they 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 were designing. So so one thing there's there's not active monitoring in place. Uh, I guess that's probably due to lack of resources or or, or willingness of of making sure that uh, uh, the ongoing monitor is in place. So there's a whole list of items that they are pretty bad at doing that. Uh, and and I guess the one last controls I want to share with you that is record keeping. Uh, record keeping and storage of these information. In most country, uh, most country is seven years to store information 
uh, as regulator may need to retrieve this information. But FTX, they they actually had lack of uh, information. So most of the information that get automatically deleted. So so that's actually a no-no. Um, can you bounce back the ideas, Cliff? Is it the same for Hong Kong for record retention? Is it seven years as well? Uh, yeah, actually in Hong Kong, most of the firms will align with the, I think it will be related to the requirements um, like for the Inland Revenue Department that there is the task authority in Hong Kong. Usually the seven years is the expectations. And I I, I think maybe also uh, based on some uh, common law, that uh, in Hong Kong, uh, because we, we are based on the British system uh, at the colony states of Hong Kong. So seven years is the norm, but except for some uh, special area, maybe the firms have some other expectation or some other uh, requirements that may be some of the case uh, 10 years, but most of the time is uh, seven years. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess to summarize this FTX saga, so security controls, uh, the relevant people need to be in place. So for for my understanding um, and my experience to, to have a set of dedicated teams to be able to maintain different parts of the platform. For example, uh, you have front end, uh, basically the, the, these are front, uh, eng uh, front engineers, developers, making sure the interface uh, all looks great or the code is, is being done properly. And then you have the backend. Backend is, is very key components of the backend infrastructure of, of those. So these are developers. Uh, so front-end and uh, backend, they, they work together. And for ex executing code and making sure the scripts are aligned, you have DevOps. DevOps is, is essentially is kind of like a security units. And then they have security monitoring teams as well. And then there is security. So DevOps will be part of uh, securing the API keys as such. So uh, in this cybersecurity framework, okay, you will have front end, uh, back end, uh, you have DevOps, and you have security. And these, these are all your first line of defense. And then you get your second line of defense is uh, uh, tech. Uh, tech risk manager, and then you have the third is uh, uh, internal audits. And then uh, this CIO uh, will have oversight of policies and procedures and then be able to challenge. That's, that's for a very lean uh, kind of setup uh, is a must have to ensure the crypto exchange are secure, having these technical teams. In the absence of that, FTX are, are from from what we read and and what's all the sharing, it seems to be very lack of the security. So so, I I imagine that the DevOps is probably non-existent. So so it's mainly just the front front engineering is probably there because they, they help the interface and and those role is not even divided. They don't have front or back end, so they probably have just 
just front and back end as one engineer. <laughs> and, and DevOps is with just doing that um, more like a part-time and security is just probably uh, one month back or, or so. So it's very uh, not to scale for, for this. So security is very important in this industry for sure. Uh, that's the takeaway I, I want to share uh, with you guys. Any final uh, comments? Oh, hi, Roby. I'm just thinking that uh, uh, regardless of what, what uh, FTX has done badly, uh, I, I'm just curious, what, what do you think about uh, the best practice or, or the best tone, I mean, the target operating model of safeguarding the assets for those under the cold waters? And also the those under the hot waters. I mean, what's the most uh, uh, risk-adjusted efficient way to 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 safeguard this uh, assets under cold water and hot water? You you know that if if the trading platform has many volumes like what Binance now does, it, the world ranking number one. Uh, although we we are not we know we don't know any insiders in the finance, but but I'm just thinking, what's the most risk adjusted efficient way to manage this kind of assets in cold wallet and well for for for, for yeah. most uh for most uh institutional of um and also retail they they probably assign a a, a strong third party uh of of partnering with them to to secure the the hot and cold wallets, but of course the cold wallets is it should be fully managed by uh by the team itself. So for best practice, uh, cold wallets should be limited to uh need to know person and with the uh right uh, approval party and will need to be um. Uh, place in uh, secure uh, places. For example, it could be custodian banks or, or so, so, so in terms of the, the key pass, passphrase or, or API keys as such. That, that's from, from the practice that I believe. Um, for hot wallets, it's just a, uh, activities that you be able to help tra transact for the minimum of, of funds. So you should not be putting a lot of hot, hot wallets, uh, funds in hot wallets. So it's just basically sufficient just to the BAU. And, and on that part, it, it should be secured with um, many, many type of uh, security uh, from the infrastructure wise and also uh, share people of knowledge and need to know basis. So on that basis, it's a combination of the technologies, uh, yeah, how, how robust is this, and, and the implementation of those uh, third-party security and making sure there's uh, adequate controls to, to fulfill these gaps. So, yes, it, 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 it is a big team exercise that uh, all, all the senior people and, and obviously not just one senior person knows, or it should be a few multiple senior people uh, share responsibility. So, so like a hope and spoke uh, in the past of in um, in banking world. So so there's a 
approver or, or checker. So if you want to have another one, you can have another one checker. So so obviously if I've got the withdrawal, I, I can't withdraw until someone approve it or there's another third one approve it. So should have multiple approver uh, in the same time to, to, to ensure that no one party have access to it yet. Or even if they colluded with two parties, then at least three people will be harder to, to collude. So, so the more people uh, with the authority, uh, that will be more secure um, for, for the wallets. Yeah, that's, that's my view. Okay, so, so that means, for example, just curious, uh, for example, for, for the cold wallet, in case of a wallet have a private key, is it expected that, oh, okay, maybe that private key is uh, divided, maybe more people like three persons or four persons. So only uh, any one person only know uh, one third or one fourth of the private key. So when when there are withdrawal requests, uh, they can combine together, but, but everyone only know his part so that there will be, uh, un unless they, all, all the three people and four people could do together, then, then the assets can be lost. But but assuming there are no collusion, then that assets would be safe, right? But but how about I'm just thinking, how about if the person know one part of the public key, for example, suddenly died or, or uh disappeared in the air. So how how do we recover that part of the assets for, for that wallet? Are there uh, for, any backup those, plan? I, I think for those backup, well, it, this is linked to the business contingency plan. So as part of reboot or or or, or the third party shutdown, then there should be a, a procedures that be able to regenerate the keys. Back. So, so that's parts built in the business contingency plan. It needs to be tested as well. So, so that will prevent any vulnerability of people, uh, you know, uh, get demise or or or, or sort of, uh, yeah, had accidents as well. So, so that's part of the business contingency plan that needs to be tested, and and it's very uh needs to be robust as well for for all the exchanges. Yes. Okay, good. And I, I have no further comments on, on, on that. Yeah, thanks for Robbie for sharing the yeah. best practice. Yeah. Yeah, that that's great. Uh thank you for listening again. Uh I hope this uh podcast has been useful in, in sharing our kind of uh traditional finance uh, and the relevant controls that we see for many years. Uh stay tuned. Uh we'll be back soon. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.